Hello, my soul-seeking friends. It's Shanna. Thank you so much for listening to Sense of Soul podcast. Enlightening conversations with like-minded souls from around the world, sharing their journey of finding their light within, turning pain into purpose, and awakening to their true sense of soul. If you like what you hear, show me some love and rate, like, and subscribe and consider becoming a Sense of Soul Patreon member, where you will get ad-free episodes, monthly circles, and much more. Now go grab your coffee, open your mind, heart, and soul. It's time to awaken. Hey listeners, did you know that 2024 is a leap year? And for this cosmic event, Jennifer Mitchell is joining us in Sense of Soul's Sacred Circle to facilitate a quantum leap experience. So coming up February 29th, it's only $29. And as a member of Sense of Soul's Patreon, you even get 25% off of that. Join us and embrace the cosmic influence of this transformational event to propel you into the future you desire. You do not want to miss this. You can find the link in the show notes, or you could visit www.senseofsoulpodcast.com. And I want to give a special shout out to my new Patreon members. And today is Lundi Gras, which is French for Fat Monday, the day before Mardi Gras. And so happy early Mardi Gras to all of my family and friends in Louisiana. And I'd also like to say happy Chinese New Year, especially to those who have the Year of the Dragon, like myself. And also this week is Valentine's Day, and I have the perfect guest for this week, Janine Lau. She is UK's leading Chinese astrologist and feng shui expert. And she's also the author of the newly released book called Date, Love, Marry, Avoid. Find your soulmate. In this book, Janine set her aim towards helping people find their way every day using Chinese horoscopes and feng shui to help you find your soulmate, love, date, marry, or avoid in a fun, practical, and accessible guide to Chinese astrology. So please welcome Janine Lowe. Hi. Hi, Janine. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Where do you join me from? Brighton near West in West Sussex, UK. Oh, okay, cool. I'm in Colorado in, our, okay. in the States. So you 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 know Gavin then? Have you I love a- Gavin? Yes. <laughs> Have you written a book with Gavin uh, through O Books? No, I've only interviewed hundreds of his authors though okay but they are great to work with that's for sure they just um got my second book so I did astrology then I did feng shui but I would like to know what year you're born in so I am the year of the dragon so this is my year I love dragons um if anyone ever asked me which is my favorite animal which they always do I always say dragons yeah affinity with dragons they're mystical they're intuitive they're just my people. Do you know what I mean? Um, and um, so as soon as I start to work with a dragon, I'm like, so so, <laughs> so what month are you born in just for me? Uh, my birthday is May 15th. So okay. I'm a Taurus. Yeah. Ah, all about the love. Uh, but your superpower is your intuition, by the way. If you have a superpower, it's your intuition. Okay. Um, I'm going to shush now and I'm going to, we can start. I'm super excited to talk about this because, you know, as a child, that was like my favorite thing to get the magazine and like scroll to the back 
And I always wanted to find if they had the compatibility notes that went with your horoscope. Yeah. 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 Well, so um, Date, Love, Marry, Avoid was built on the fact that growing up like you, I learned a lot about Western astrology and I didn't know that much. I learned so much more because I, they, I keep being interviewed by Western astrologers, which mm. I am loving because we're actually finding that the crossover is huge. Um, okay. I think they're different, but they're not different at all. They're, you know, they are very much the same. Um, so like you, growing up, um, I was all seeing compatibility. And then there was a book when I was quite young. Men are from Mars. Women are from Venus. Yes. And read I, that got, one. I really got stuck on it. And I thought, do you know what? I can't find a bit with Chinese astrology. That's the same. So I settled down with it. I have to get the title first. That's weird about, you know, most people like do the t- title last. So I went for date, love, marry, avoid because I just thought it said it all. Then I got my cover and then I started writing the book. And because I've been studying Chinese astrology, oh, I don't know, 2008, and I interview so many, well, I do loads of readings for people. I started, you know, they would like tell you their date of birth and then they would say people around them, how they affected their lives. And now I could see some synergy in it. So um, I started working on it. And then I wrote in the book all the different characteristics of all the Chinese animals so that if people reason it then what they could do is they could read about their partner because it says date love marry avoid and someone said to me a couple of people oh it said avoid and I was like okay you know that's fine if it says avoid but when you go back and read about them there were things that you fell in love with and no relationship is perfect let's be honest and they have said they've gone back and said oh yeah that is the thing that really annoys me like your dragon so dogs will annoy you because dragons are really out there yeah and a dog will be more methodical trustworthy all that sort of thing but whereas a dragon is really strong um out there and will say what it feels and have very strong views a dog will be happy at home not saying they don't go to sports and all these sort of things working on stamps or you know they can go very much into themselves so whereas the dragon could be very out there when the dog and the dragons get together they have this little bit of well I don't know if you're right maybe you're right okay but then in the book I might not give them a date I might say just don't go out on a date yeah but there are so many animals that you get on really well with um being a dragon so many rats dragons and rats get on amazingly well because both of you are very strong viewed on what you think about and how you feel about things, but you don't do it in a retaliative way. You like to listen to each other. So that really works. Monkeys are very good for dragons. You have more fun because monkeys are about the fun stuff. Yeah. But then monkeys can get, there's this big show. They're all happy, but behind they can become quite lonely. And when the dragon comes in and sees it, it can really support the monkey. So it's like, these are the sort of examples so the book's based around that. It gives dates to go on. You don't have to go on the dates. Although, how about this? Someone said to me, we got the book and I was reading it. And um, it said that my husband and I should go to New York and have a glass of champagne. And guess what he bought her for Christmas? That. And they had mm. the best time ever. So, you know, there's good sides to it as well. That's so amazing. So you just kind of start observing all of these different almost archetypes, right? 
and okay. seeing like what were their strengths and what were their weaknesses and started putting it together. Yeah, that's exactly what I did do. Um, I spent a lot of time on it because you can meet like there's an opposite, like a rooster. I'm, double, I'm a rooster. It's, my clash is a rabbit. Yeah. So you think, oh, right. So that's a clash. But we might turn up with exactly the same clothes on we're both into fashion and we love the same thing so we'll go into a shop together because I actually have a very good rabbit friend and we'll go into the shop together and we'll come out of the change rooms with exactly the same stuff on we're just like really or we'll go somewhere we meet for a coffee and we haven't told each other and we've got the same so the clash isn't a clash that's so horrific it's just like do you really want to turn up in the same clothes as your best mate not really <laughs> good point yeah. You so what I've tried to do is also I put in it just just for interest for everybody. So it's not always about finding your soulmate because I put in like what's your favorite day, what's your favorite color, what's your lucky number, etc. And when we put the underline is find your soulmate. Actually, some of the people. Well, one of my friends said to me, I took your book to Christmas uh, to the family Christmas. And it's like, oh, I get on with dad, but I don't get on with mum as well. So that so they use it like, you know, friendship yes. as well. So soulmate isn't always about your partner because your your best friend would be your soulmate, can't you? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. My best friend definitely is my soulmate. You know, and also I see so this is kind of funny. Just a few days ago, my kids and I were all looking up what we were. And it was so interesting, you know, because we really were curious. And so I find it funny, my youngest daughter and I, who are so very aligned in our journeys and from a very, very, very young age, she was very empathic, but we're both Tauruses and we're both dragons. Okay. So, right. That's amazing. So you're both dragon and snake. Yeah. And where I said intuitional, empathic is the word as well. And uh, the snake is really the more empathic. It's the ability to generally see things before they happen. And it's when they're younger, they sometimes slip up more. As we get older, we don't tend to say, oh, I knew that was going to happen. We don't voice. We doubt it a little yeah. bit. Or, yeah. Whereas children are pure. They just say it. If I, well, I have a son. He's actually a pig, but um, <sighs> Chinese, way is, Chinese way is a pig. And we just grew up, I grew up teaching him that anything's possible and never clasped it. He, he, I remember once, and I don't know if this got anything to do with it, but he said, mum, there's a wolf in the garden. It's got the cat. And I was like, what do you mean? You know, when he went to bed, next morning I get up and my little cat, um, it's legs dislocated. No wolf, obviously, but he had seen that intuitively. He knew that cat had got into danger and he, you know, when they yell six or seven, it's wolves, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So it's it's about never shutting anybody down, mm-hmm. always giving them a little bit of time to understand. I know. And I almost love learning more about their signs and their charts and stuff because it helps me understand them more. And it also helps me understand our relationship. Yeah. And so like I have a daughter who is um, about to be 25. Her birthday is 2-22-99, and she was born at 555. 2-22. <laughs> she is a rabbit. and But what's interesting, I was going to ask you, is there two different kinds of rabbits? Five. All right. Well, tell me, what well, are they? Okay. Did you say she's born on the 2nd of the 2nd? 
She's born on February 22nd. Mm-hmm. My son's second of the second. So I thought. I'd, oh, I'd okay. So, so, so what you have is, so the book's generic. It's not done on all the far. It's done generically on rabbits. Okay. Um, you have uh, five different rabbits. So you have, um, you have five elements. You have a fire rabbit. You have an oh. earth rabbit. You have a metal rabbit. You have a water rabbit. You have a wood rabbit. If you have a wood rabbit, you have a rabbit that will never stop talking. Never, 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 never stop talking. If you have a water rabbit, you have a rabbit that is very family orientated. And we just had a a water rabbit last year. And water rabbits are very much about being social, family, that sort of thing. And then if you have a metal rabbit, I don't think which year that was, metal rabbits um, they tend to go two ways. If you think of a sword, cutting them in half, they find it hard to make decisions. So you can go much deeper into it. With the Chinese astrology, we use the year that you're born, which is friends and family, the month that you're born, which is career. Yeah. So if I was interviewing someone and I could say, so she might be a rabbit in career in her month. Yeah. And then she would make a very good counsellor. Yeah. But then if she was a rooster in her career she might maybe make a really good solicitor do you see what i'm saying so it's quite deep and then you have the day and the day you're born is your relationship with yourself and your partner and the hour you're born is the relationship with your children and your wealth so when i do a reading basically um say i'm doing something for a company a company will have its own date when it started. So then they'll say to me, want to launch product, Janine, when's the best time, yeah? So okay. that's how the company use me. But you coming to me for a reason, be about all the people around you, you know, your four children, your partner, and see how you integrate and how you get on. So the book Date, Love, Marry is a simplification of that. So when people say, oh, it says avoid, and I'm like... Yeah, you know, it's a little bit more than that. This is a fun book to pick up, but tells you a lot about yourself. That's the whole point of it. Yeah. And everyone around you. And everyone around you. Yeah. So my mum, uh, she was a snake. She passed last year and we had quite a good relationship. But when it came to our careers, I was like the black sheep. I went down my spiritual path. Um, she wanted me to be a secretary. So there's that clash, you know. She wanted me to have a proper job, which she thought was a proper job, not what I do as a Feng Shui consultant and everything. She turned and understood in the end. But when you've got a 17, 18 year old going, I can't sit in the classroom, mum, I just can't take it in. So there's different ways that different people don't get on. But so what are your other children then? What other animals are they? So I have one that's a goat and one that's an ox. Oh, do they get on? Do they get along? They're all so different. Every one of my kids are so, so, so different. They're all very supportive. And uh, my daughter, who's the rabbit. What month is she born in? February. So she's the 222. Okay. So that's the tiger. So she's born in the year of the rabbit. And the month of February is tiger month. So her career, she is a go-getter. So she'll go out and get things. So if you were looking at the book, you'd look at a tiger for her career. Then you would see more of the characteristics in that. I don't I have broken it down in the book so you can work out your year and your month and your hour. So she would be a go-getter. And uh, tigers are very successful. Very successful. Yeah, she is. So isn't that amazing? So just by these three little things in two seconds, you knew. 
you knew that that was right on. Isn't that amazing? It's fascinating. It has often been in my journey that things that I have struggled with have been my greatest teachers and the greatest attributes about me that I've learned to adapt to. So like you had mentioned, the rabbit, the wood would be a talker. If this person is actually opposite in their life, what does that show? Is it showing an imbalance or? Um, it probably will be about imbalance in their chart, which will mean that one of the animals within them, yeah, so year, one animal, you can double or triple up, by the way. I have got something that's got three roosters. So the year right. is an animal. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. She's lovely. Um, year is one animal. The month is an animal. So they're the outsides. Yeah. So then you have an animal for the day and an animal for the hour. So if you wow. had a monkey in your outside chart, so you're born in the year of the monkey. Yeah. But you'd be born on the day of the tiger. Because monkeys and tigers clash, that sort of person will find it very hard to make a decision because tigers are, go are decision makers. Mm. Monkeys won't. So you can undo things. I was working with a very big um, interior designer, absolutely amazing, thrown into colors and all her favorite things. But to go out and actually make a decision for her business. When I do people's charts, that's very easy to pick up. And, when, you know, the beauty of what you said is I do know all my animals. So as soon as you say something, I'll be like, oh, yeah, I know. But one of the things I want to pick up on what you said is that, which is really important, I think, is that when you get given hardships or challenges, mm -hmm. I, ne I never see them as bad. Because I have learned my biggest, biggest answers to my world by having a challenge. Yeah. So it, you, know, you grow yeah yeah and you get to know more of what you truly are and what you want because we're not born knowing what we want we get born knowing what our parents want for us don't we what I've done in my journey of Chinese astrology is learned to learn more about myself and I think that's really important you know and my negatives every one of us comes with negatives mine's usually oh I want that Range Rover no <laughs> And I'm always told, oh, I want that. So, yeah, I think that's it. And I think when you, like, as I say in the book, when you start to read all the things, they will resonate with you. I know. It, that's what I find is just so amazing. A lot of people will say, like, you know, Taurus are stubborn and bullheaded. And mine's not an obvious one, but I am. I have a hard time asking for help. Like, I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. Oh, but the thing about the snake, which is the May, a month of May, you have this secretness about you. Mm. It's, not, it's not saying you're sly. Right. It's secret. Keep it in, yeah. And you keep it in and you're not actually reveal it unless really pushed mm. by someone really close to you that would actually say that knows you like your best friend. She'll know it, but yeah. other people will just, I mean, it takes a lot for people to care about each other, doesn't it? Because people always put themselves first, if we're being honest. Unless you're a mother, unless you're a mother, and then you learn that you have to have drink cold tea and cold coffee and all this sort of thing. So it does match up about the Taurus and the snake. But it says you're very good with figures. When you're working out your accounting, like the job you're, you know, as a podcaster, it will be precisely right. Do you know what I mean? It, you wouldn't want, it's like a bit of an OCD effect on it, really. It's so true. 
yeah, it has to be perfect. Yeah. Yeah, I know my kids always tell me it doesn't have to be perfect. And the one who tells me that the most is the my youngest one who aligns with me, who's a dragon and a Taurus. But her birthday is at the end of April. So she will be a double dragon. <gasps> so I'm going to say something out loud here. Uh -oh. She could be, right, Mother Teresa, or she could be Al Capone. <laughs> she can live in the dark world or she can live in the good world. She aligns to it. She aligns to it. It's not like the goat who will not make a decision, you know, not make a decision. She is very strong, but double dragon, massive, massive. Um, October 8th to November 6th, I think, you need to give give her, you know, some extra attention just so she knows. Because she she this year is quite a hard year in that she's in her year and a lot going on. It's like she needs to lead the way all the time. She's 11. Do you remember when you were 11? She's so going through all of her dragon. Believe me. Whoo. TikTok. She's TikTok. still very sweet. But you know what's really interesting is that she's told me many times that she has this fire within her. And she sometimes doesn't know how to control it. Um, Double Dragon, they find school very hard because they have so strong of you. Mm -hmm. If the teacher comes over a bit weak or even starts to tell them to do things that they don't think is right, that's when the school starts to be a problem for them. And yet they are so interested in history and so interested in everything. And they will have the views that they have, especially as she grows older politically or not necessarily politically on life. Like dragons can make really good teachers. But for me, I always think they go into things like you and I are doing because their spiritual side is so huge. They can become feng shui consultants, Chinese astrologers, anything like that because as they get older they get more sage you know they they have more good advice to give but they learn it my partner is also a Taurus and he is a rabbit I think he's a wood and he is not a talker but when he does talk everybody shuts up because there's all this wisdom that will come from him is he a 1975 rabbit mm -hmm. 1975 yeah so he's a, he is a wood rabbit and is he a May baby or is he? Yeah, May. So um, what happens there? Okay, so he's wood and the element for snake is fire. Mm -hmm. So he, where he comes from when he does talk, it comes from a form of wisdom because we know the snake is intuitive and we know it's, it has wisdom behind it. So that's where it comes from. Um, when you say, I, I have a, two very good friends that are wood and they are so much fun, by the way. They they love to enjoy themselves, yeah. But home is very important to them. Mm. And I think by the sounds of your family, without their charts in front of me, just what we're saying, I think home is the heart for them. Yeah. The kitchen, very important to them. Yeah, especially to my partner. <laughs> yeah. Some people don't. They have, like, horses and rats in their house. And, and generally, they won't get on. Yeah. So you, so you have to be very aware, like the client um, that I just talked about, their husband took her to New York in her house. She has uh, snakes and oxes as well. It doesn't match them, but the kids are like tight, you know, and she will give them the extra thing because of her own personality. And they all thought that was amazing that he did that for her. You know that you can mess it up. There's not a problem, but I think it's quite 
when the people told me about Christmas that they took it to this Christmas family, there's 17 of them around Christmas lunch and the book got handed around to see which animal they were. Uh-huh. And the stories that I told was actually really good fun. So, yeah. And another client of mine, she owns a beauty salon and she, rather than putting magazines out, she's put the book out and she said, it's, it's literally all the women, like, it's like a nail studio and that, and they're all talking to this uh, between them. Um, I was really surprised when someone else the other day and I went, you put my book out, but it's just so much fun. Everybody enjoys it. Yes. Me, my kids do this kind of stuff all the time. It's so fun to learn. Like, what are you? I mean, even sometimes we're all comparing what moon were you born on? You know, I mean, we're always doing stuff like that. And it is fun. And then you get to, oh, this is why you're like this. And of course, you're always wanting to see who you're most compatible with and who you're not. Now, if you're not compatible with somebody, kind of like those opposites attract sometimes, right? Can you have harmony? Hey, animal lovers. Have you ever wondered what your fur baby is thinking? Or you just want to connect with your animal on a deeper level? Well, look no further than Sense of Soul's new affiliate, Animal Communicator, the talented Nicole Harp. Nicole can help you intuit the connection between your soul and higher source as she uncovers and shares important insights with you to create a happy and joyful life for both you and your loving animal. Nicole connected to my dogs, Ayla and Rascal, and it was one of the neatest sessions I have ever experienced. She offered my family a glimpse into their world and offered helpful suggestions, making information individualized and purposeful, which led to healing for the whole family. She creates an open-hearted experience that you will remember and treasure. Wait no longer to connect with your soul and the souls of your loving animals. Contact Nicole today and experience the magic of her work. Go to her website, harpspace.org. That's H-A-R-P-S-P-A-C-E dot O-R-G. And make sure to tell Nicole that you found her from Sense of Soul Podcast. You can also go to www.senseofsoulpodcast.com under the Network of Lightworkers. You can find these links in the show notes. Now back to our amazing guest. Um, You can have a form of harmony, um, and I do believe opposites attract, but for instance, I was uh, somewhere and someone said, oh, I've got your book. Um, I've been going at this uh, guy for three years and um, you've got us a void. And I'm like, how's it going then? And she went, <laughs> oh, you know, but some people, <laughs> stay with, some people stay with people when they're the yeah. wrong people. And I don't mean that in a nasty way. Some people are attracted to, I don't know what you call it, chaos maybe. Mm-hmm. And that relationship yeah. becomes chaos. And so when people have talked to me, I've said, well, just tell me about your relationship. Tell me about your animals and I will tell you something about yourself. You know, you can get drawn into that. That's like the life you lead, isn't it? Um, Or it's like, you could also be like, I remember when my daughter, she bought a hamster. My partner, when we brought it home, he was like, oh boy, it's a lesson learner. Yeah, they, they tend to go to sleep and not wake up, don't they? And it was a lesson though. And so sometimes those you know, relationships that are chaotic are also lessons, you know, of what not to. 100%. 100%. 
I mean, if you think about your very, some not not necessarily your first love, because that could have been the right thing mm-hmm. during our life. I mean, you know, I'm not saying people have lots of partners, but you do meet sometimes the wrong wrong people. But also I think that, you know, I do think you get attracted to people like uh, they say Libra and Aries are very attracted to each other and they're opposite signs. But you have to find mm-hmm. your way to to stay or understand what you need. So what I've understand is Aries are really sexual. They're this, they're this, they're this, they're this. Libra and they're out there doing things. And Libra like to be homebirds, all this sort of thing, or like everything mm-hmm. to be balanced. And I think going back, I think that that's the thing with all the animals. I think the Chinese animals, we all have that. It's what do we want? Because we're all made up. There's so many different things, aren't we? Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. So the, yeah. so the lesson learned about the hamster was? It was so sad. And she oh. took such good care of it. <laughs> but yeah. The only reason I know that is because my son <laughs> had one and he went, mommy, it won't wake up. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> She held it till it took its last breath. Oh, bless her. And kept it warm. Oh, yeah. She loves animals more than she does people. I get that. I I did a talk last night and they put author, feng shui consultant, Chinese astrologer, animal lover. And (laughs) the picture they put up was me because I rescue cats um, off the street and find them homes and everything just a part of what I made up from I don't know how to do it any other but being a child being uh, intuitive and like yours it was easier to be around an animal than it was to be around a human when you're younger because you can't understand how you can't voice it she's also got a good mother in you because you understand it but if you don't have a good mother that wants to blanket I remember I used to answer the phones before they rang you know as a little girl Oh, the phone's ringing. How shall I pick it up? And my mum go, it's not ringing. And then it would ring. She would hate it. And, you know, she's also, she likes music. She likes, she plays the violin. Yeah, there's all these things that take her away from the outside world that she finds peace in. Did you have that when you were growing up as well? Yeah, same. Mm -hmm. Just like that. Yeah. So I'm not surprised that she's the ear of the dragon. The same, you know, as... My horoscope, it just seems like we're kind of aligned. We don't always get along. You know, that's the truth. I mean, you know, I push her and she pushes me. But even that, it's not in the same way as with my other children. It's just still a little different. It's her trying to grow up and me trying to keep her small. (laughs) She's my baby. (laughs) I think that as you grow up, I think your your discussions in your life is going to be interesting. Um, the good thing is, because you are so aligned, um, dragons really like to learn things around, well, we'll say spirituality. So if you took said, all right, we're going to go to um, a medium or something, she'd be like, yeah, let's go. Do you know what I mean? Or mm-hmm. yeah. let's, go, uh, let's go to a gong bus. She will love that. So when she was little, maybe like four or five, probably about five, I was giving Reiki to somebody at home. And during my session, she comes in my room and puts her hands on this lady's feet and then leaves. I was like, I'm a Reiki master teacher. Yeah. And I have a cat. And as soon as I'm teaching or Reiki's been given, she'll come in the room and just curl all around. And I got her at five weeks old. 
and I didn't let her go and I reikied her from a very very early age so for me oh and she's born in the snake so that's interesting so they do and I think this is something that you will be able to share with her as soon as she's ready to ha have the symbols put in her she mm -hmm. can start to use it I asked her that when she was little, if she wanted me to attune her. And she said no. And I was like, okay. I too, like you said with your son, I allow her to yeah. experience and and not have that confined box that I lived in growing up. But you know what? It is hard when you go out there because you're right. When she goes to school, she sees this, you know, this small thinking and, you know, everyone trying to be put in the same box. And there's resistance, just like you said. Yeah, and 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 it it won't get any better until she chooses what she wants to do at school. Now she will be good at school eventually, but when she can choose what she has. But if you get the wrong teacher, you you've got no chance with her. No chance. So true. And you know all this because of your study of this. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, and you also are intuitive. So. When I was a lot younger, one of my friends, you know, when you get to an age where you can, your friends accept you, she said, you need to find something. So I found Feng Shui. So I hid behind Feng Shui, um, but still was intuitive, but it wasn't enough. So when I started to learn Chinese astrology, which is metaphysics, so one and one makes two, yeah, it was really lovely because I can just say to you, just from your date of birth, I can say all this about you and it's the truth. But if I was sitting beside you and I held your hand or something or just be in your energy I would know so much more but right. this is what's happened because of obviously I'm not able to travel in 2020 I had to go on to zooms mm -hmm. and that's when I thought oh my goodness look at this whole picture you already know and that's where it matured in the last four years to where I am and that's where the book came from because it became so obvious talking to people for longer, an hour and a half a person or whatever. And then you have the charts up so you can read people's charts because there's so much more to it, you know. But yeah, you know, I think the other thing is if you love it, I love astrology yeah. with a passion. I just love it. As I can see, it helps so many people. Obviously, this is a love book. I work with business as well. But, you know, you've got all these dating sites, yeah. You put a picture of yourself up, which evidently can be out of date, yeah. And they can say... Oh, I'm this or that. But if they put on there and went, I'm a monkey, yeah, you would <laughs> genuinely know their character then, wouldn't you? Because you, you'd have the background. They couldn't lie because it's all in the background, yeah? Uh -huh. Any dating site, big agency that want me, I will do a, an app for you or add me to your app and you will get more. Because I think this, I'm not saying they're fake, but it's what you say you are. Whereas if yes. you put something like they can't get away with it in there, Good point. Oh my gosh. I have your book, you know, PDF because Gavin sent it to me, but I want this book physically. And I know that my whole house is going to be super excited to read it. I might have to find more than one or be fighting over it. You know, and I also have an affiliate program when I really feel excited about something that I think my listeners would really, really love and enjoy. And I think that I would love to invite you to the Network of Lightworkers. Network of Lightworkers? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, definitely. Yes. I love that. I mean, I have a paid group. I have a Facebook page, which has uh, 250k followers, but I have my own um, paid small group. I think it's about 90 in it. And all of those people are what I class as light workers. And yeah. it's amazing. I started to learn about Western astrology as well as Chinese astrology in the last two years. 
I've loved the overlap. And when I wrote the second book that's coming out, I had to learn about crystals because everyone talks about crystals. Well, it's never been my thing, but now I'm totally hooked. <laughs> my present for my son, um, he's a Aquarius, was, um, I can't think what it is, it's purple. And I found one down the lanes in Brighton and it was his, that's it. And, it, it, and that was his Christmas present. And he went, oh, wow, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so when my dad died, I was about to go into my Reiki three. And this is like eight years ago into my master class. And I didn't have any crystals and gemstones either. And I wasn't really into it. So my Reiki master teacher had said, bring with you some gemstones, you know, because we're going to be doing crystal grids. And I was like, I, I don't have any. And then I thought, wait a minute. My dad had a little kid rock collection. Right. These little, you know, old tubs with a little kid handwriting and these little tiny drawers that would pull out. Wow. all, it was a treasure. It still is. So I decided to keep it. I asked my brother, I'm like, do you want these? And he's like, no. <laughs> and they became like my, like of all the things that my dad left behind, it's like, it is treasure. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Is it, it, it's funny about you say about your dad, because my dad was a huge supporter of my, but I remember being outside his house and um, I was going home uh, and they had a bungalow and I said, um, don't I can hear water running and I think it's going to come into your bedroom they had a bungalow yeah so we got all the dowsing rods out no nothing that night and and we're talking in my 40s the water came straight through to his room and soaked him mum was like oh like this when he passed in 2017 he has definitely been around for me like come back his energy has been around and then mum died just three months ago and she was difficult. Um, I, this is she wasn't the the easiest person to go on. And it's him. <laughs> it was him that came back. He's the one that came back. Yeah, I you know when people talk about angels and all this sort of thing, I definitely believe in energies coming around you and being with you and supporting you. But going back to crystals, um, that was such a learning curve to me. But I actually loved it. I loved learning about it. I would never yeah. be an expert on it, but I loved learning about it. You know what, Janine, this has been just such a pleasure to have you and meet you. And I would love to continue to work with you. And I can't wait to get your book in my hands. And I can't wait to just learn more about myself through your book. And I've already learned so much, you know, just in this hour. Thank you. It's been lovely speaking to you. And I look forward to working with you. As yeah, you. I know. I want to share you with everyone. Thank you. <laughs> so, Tell everybody where they can find your book again and tell them the name of the book. And also if you have a website or some social media you want to throw out there. Okay. So the book is called Date, Love, Marry, Avoid. Um, you can buy it on Amazon, but I don't know, but it is in your big shops over in America, but I, I don't know all their names. Um, my website is www.janinelow.co.uk and on Facebook as well. You'll find it. You can see a picture of And I give Feng Shui tips like every Thursday, Feng Shui tips. Um, I share I also show like I love I don't know what you call posts that just mean something so I share those and I teach Chinese astrology so yeah that's me I'm there that's awesome maybe I'll have you on in the future to talk about just Feng Shui yes I'll be my book comes out in December so yeah that will be good. okay all right that would be great thank you again so much we'll be in touch all right thank you bye all right, thank you bye Hello, my soul-seeking friends. It's Shanna. Thank you so much for listening to Sense of Soul podcast. 
enlightening conversations with like-minded souls from around the world, sharing their journey of finding their light within, turning pain into purpose, and awakening to their true sense of soul. If you like what you hear, show me some love and rate, like, and subscribe. And consider becoming a Sense of Soul Patreon member, where you will get ad-free episodes, monthly circles, and much more. Now go grab your coffee, open your mind, heart, and soul. It's time to awaken.